Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Welcome to Life Point. I hope your day is going tremendous. Uh, I want to share with you some powerful things from the Word of God today that will help us in our lives. Would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the Word of God. Thank you for truth. Thank you that we can be overcomers and we can do what you would have us do in our lives. We give you thanks and praise, and we want to follow you all the way. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. In our church, we are starting a series about the movie Overcomers. We all went to the movie, not we all, but most of the church went to the movie. And I'm doing a little series, we're doing our small groups on the Overcomer, and so I'm going to kind of talk about it. I'll probably be different, six different messages over the course of the next two weeks, or excuse me, not two weeks, over the next six weeks, because I do one sermon a week, which ends up being two for you. But Isaiah chapter 44, verses 1 and 2 says this, But now hear, O Jacob, my servant Israel, who I have chosen, thus says the Lord who made you, who formed you from the womb and will help you. Yes, the Lord formed you in the womb. Sometimes people don't understand that. People don't get that. They need to understand he formed us from the beginning of time in our mother's womb. See, the good news is it was God who designed us. You are not an accident, and he will help you and each one of you and myself to be overcomers in life because we are not an accident. You know, many children are unplanned by their parents. You know, a good example is myself. I'm one big accident to my parents, but I was an accident to God. My mom wasn't planning on having another child. I'm five and a half years after my my third brother, but I just came onto the scene, a little nine-pound, two-ounce, 22-inch baby boy. You know what? God knows what he's doing. God's purpose takes an account of even human error. Not only did God form us, he formed the earth, the sun, the moon, the stars. You know, God made it all. But a key in life is that God made us to follow him. Jesus taught people, and he showed them the way, and he had a major desire that they would love him so much that they could overcome the things that the world throws at them, and that he would come our way. Well, you know, he wanted us to become fishers of men, to make a difference in people's lives. Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11 says this, One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Genesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats, left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked all night. We've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I'll let the nets down. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Well, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell to Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. 
From now on, you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore, and they left everything and followed him. Folks, that's pretty interesting. They pulled their boats to shore after seeing the power of God, and they left everything. They left their livelihood. They left what they knew to follow Jesus Christ, the Master. A key in life is this, is that we follow him. That we follow him. Here Jesus was escaping from the crowd, and he got into Simon Peter's boat and told him to go into the deep and let down his nets. But Simon Peter, like many of us, had excuses. Master, we've toiled all night. We've caught nothing. So Simon Peter said, man, I really don't want to go through the struggle of laying these nets out. I don't want to go through the work of getting this out for nothing. I don't want to waste my time. Peter was probably exhausted and thought, man, I just don't want to do this. But I imagine like many of his many things in life that are constantly going and doing, sometimes there's frustration. And Jesus leads us to go a little bit deeper through our frustration. Get a little bit deeper in your life. Get a little closer to me. Well, Peter finally gave in. He said, okay. And at your word, I'll let down the nets. Next thing you know, they have so many fish in the nets, said they were breaking. They had so many fish that the boats said it almost began sinking. See, Peter was so taken back by it, so taken back by the power of God. And see, sometimes in our lives, we get taken back by the power of God. But many times we don't give God the opportunity to show us the miracles he wants to show us. But Peter got down on his knees and said, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. As all were astonished at the catch. Depart from me because he realized the power of God. You know, and he realized he wasn't everything that maybe God wanted him to be. But folks, none of us are everything that God wants us to be. God wants us to be totally in tune with him. None of us can be perfect, but he wants us to walk with him, walk deeply with him. So many of us, you know, we, we're so concerned that we're not worthy for the Lord's blessings. But guess what? None of us are worthy. You, if you live to be worthy, you'll never be worthy. You just be obedient. You just be an overcomer. Jesus told Peter, do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. You will change lives through the power of Jesus Christ. See, it's important for us to, under, for us to understand Jesus' teaching that we are called, and we are created for a purpose. Yes, you are called. Yes, you are created for a purpose, to live for him, to walk with him, to be led by his spirit, as many people in this world are choosing to say yes, you and I need to say yes. You must put into action what you learn. Jesus taught them to trust him, not to rely on their own knowledge and strength, but to rely on him and lead him. Frankly, folks, I think the problem today is that we think we're so spiritual. We think we have all the answers when, in fact, we are a work in progress that God wants to use. He wants to use us to be a vessel for his glory, for his pur- purpose. But, folks, I can tell you this, obedience is the key. I imagine parents listening today, you would love to have your kids very obedient to you. And we work on that. I remember having my child growing up, I always wanted her to be obedient to me. And for the most part, she was. But there was times she wasn't. There was times growing up, I wasn't obedient to my parents. We'd love to be uh, have our children obedient. Our Heavenly Father wants His children to be obedient. 
When he says, come unto me, all ye that are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest, he meant it. Stop carrying the heavy load of life without the presence of God in your life. That's your decision. Stop carrying that. Say, God, I need you. Holy Spirit, I need you. Jesus, I need you. I need you in your life to lead me, to see me through the tough uh, waters of life, to see me through the trials and and the things that are going on. I need your presence every day. There's a very serious question. What I actually titled this message today is, who are you? What is your answer when somebody says, who are you? Well, I am me. I am a man or I am a woman. I'm a living being. I am this or I am that. What is the depth of this question? How about this? I am a child of God. I am Christ's friend. I am chosen and appointed by Christ. I am joined to the Lord. I am a member of Christ's body. I am God's workmanship. I am an expression of the life of Christ because he lives within me. I am an enemy of Satan. I am now a child of God. I've been born of God, and the evil one can't touch me. By the way, each one of those little phrases I shared came straight from Scripture. That's who we are. That's who we are. Listen to this poem by Russell Kelfer. I think you'll like it. You are who you are for a reason. You're part of an intricate plan. You're precious and perfect, unique design. God calls, God, uh, excuse me, called God's special woman or man. You look like you look for a reason. Our God made no mistake. He knit you together within the womb. You're just what he wanted to make. The parents you had were the ones he chose. No matter how you may feel, they were custom designed with God's plan in mind and they bear the master's seal. Know the trauma you faced was not easy, and God wept that it hurt you so much. But it was allowed to shape your heart so that into his likeness you would grow. You are who you are for a reason. You've been formed by the master's rod. You are who you are, beloved, because there is a God. Because there is a God in heaven who created you in his image, created you with a plan, created you to make a difference in a lost world. See, God knew what he was doing when he allowed Jesus to go to the cross for our sins and to rise again after the third day and to be the Savior of mankind, that everyone could believe in him, would have eternal life. This life is such a vapor compared to eternity with Jesus. God's plan was for Jesus to teach the world through through his example and the word of God and that he didn't, that, that he would, show people his truth, and that the Holy Bible would give us great answers. But the truth of the matter is, we are gods because we believe what Jesus said. Jesus prophesied that he would die for our sins. Jesus prophesied that he would rise again. He prophesied that he would come again, and we know history reflects it. All you have to do is read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And you realize these are significant witnesses to Jesus Christ and to what happened. That alone should be enough. If that isn't isn't enough, then look at the book of James. James was noted as Jesus' brother. And even James, as he was raised with Jesus, I think, had a hard time understanding. But at the end, you see, when you read the book of James, you realize he recognized my brother Jesus, my half-brother Jesus. 
He was the son of God. He died for our sins. He understood it. People of God, the key is understanding it. The key uh, to be an overcomer is understanding the power of Almighty God. He will help you. He will see you through. He will give you power from on high. Will you claim that power today? Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray we believe in you. Pray we believe in the power of God. Lord, come into our lives. Forgive us of our sins. Walk with us each and every day that we can be overcomers. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.